You're making a statement to Iran in a reasonably heavy-handed way of taking credit for something that everyone knew you took credit for and reminding the Iranians that the Israeli reach is quite long. That's so, what she said. That's what, yeah, reach around. Having a, you could reach around Iran. Israel reaches around Iran. There's <laughs> oh, the God. That's a porn I'm never going to see. Yeah. There's the title for the podcast this week. <laughs> This is the Mideast Peace Podcast. I am your host, Molly Livingstone, bringing the Middle East to the West Coast. Yes, I am in Los Angeles and across the pond still, way across now. It is Alex Giles, the other hostess with the mostest in London. How are you doing, Alex? I'm very well. You flew straight over me. Well, actually, that's not true. I see you go, I mean, I'm, you know, broadly you flew straight over me in the, you know, time zone wise. I understood. It wasn't like I uh, didn't care about you and introduced you in a poor way. But I will say that I actually had a great 10 hours in London, Heathrow, at the Travel Lodge Hotel with my uncle and aunt. So I was there for a little bit. I didn't stop to see you. I thought you would be out partying or watching reruns of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. One of the two. Oh, they're rebooting Buffy the, the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> I can't yeah. with you. I can't. Just so you know, they're rebooting it. I read just this afternoon. Literally. You read? Yeah, yeah, I you read. read. I read. Because I read. you wrote all those letters, probably. It's yeah. you that made that happen. Yes, yes, that is all true. But at last, my prayers have been answered. <laughs> I am reliably informed they are rebooting it. But anyway, that's Thank not God important right that. now. And I, I think it's fair to say that if your only experience of London is the travel lodge at Heathrow, you're probably not <laughs> getting the best of it. As a Jew, I could not help but notice how many different ways you could take a pig and make meat out of it, roll it, fry it. <laughs> Everything on the plate was like just, you know, a fat way to die. But it's so interesting, Alex. That I'm from L.A. Mm. and now I'm in L.A. Mm. But I really haven't lived here in like a good 15 years because I went to college in Boston and then I moved to Israel. And so it is kind of new to me. I'm kind of a virgin again, if you will. (laughs) And it's amazing how polite people are. And I say that because I live in a land of just rude and aggressive (laughs) where they honk as a second language and here you know i went for a jog this morning and 30 feet ahead people just already are moving out of my way whereas in israel they would make sure to be in my way (laughs) and they wouldn't even know that they were in my way because it's so ingrained in their dna to sort of be blasé and aggressive I, i can't explain it but when we got off the plane and, and I was haggling because I'm still Jewish and, and Israeli. Yep, yep. Which you can't haggle a shuttle bus. The price is the price. But nonetheless, I'm going to try to see if I can get a better deal. Yep. There was a man there that clearly picked up on this. And he said, I bet you're traveling from really far away. And I was like, yeah, well. And he said, so am I. I think I've traveled farther than you. Clearly an American guy. Mm-hmm. So we said, you know, I always brace. Should I say I'm from Israel? I don't know how people will react. You know, sometimes you get a funny feeling from people. Yes. Especially this is a very liberal area. I am a liberal person, but I also, am, you know, live in Israel. Yes. I said, I just came from Israel. And he said, I just came from Saudi Arabia. 
And he was talking about how he was fixing some kind of electricity stuff, whatever, and that he was working on the clocks and he had five clocks and he put them to five different time zones and he had asked to put one to Israel and they were like, no, 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 no Israel. Don't put it to Israel. And I'm like, yeah, what were you thinking? You can't do that. He's like, yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. And then he proceeded to give my kids each a dinar, like a, a dollar of Saudi money. Right. Which he said, he told me, don't go and spend it all in one place. Now, one, it's 30 cents. But two, I will never spend it anywhere because I can't get into Saudi Arabia as an Israeli. And I sure as hell can't use it in Israel. Nice story. I've told you this before, but I've been to Saudi Arabia. You're not missing anything. Really? Yeah. Well, you say that, but you have that real sweet bromance over there with your parents. Yes, prince. yes, that's true. Just to clarify, when I went there, I did not meet him, which was sad. Yeah. Oh, but no, that I, is really I know that you, you regret the fact that you won't be able to go to Saudi Arabia, but there are other places you're not allowed to go to which are nicer than Saudi Arabia. So many. Okay, well, that's like a diss to your boyfriend, but I wanted <laughs> to let you know, I thought I was going to make you jealous, but now I'm not sure, that your Prince Mohammed is actually here. No way. He's here. He's in the U.S. He met at the White House with, of course, Donald Trump, who said to him, you were the crown prince. And now you are beyond the crown prince. What, what does, what that, does mean? that mean? I don't know. I was hoping you would understand because I sure as hell don't get that. Rep. It's, it's just a Trumpism. It's like a you're fired and you're hired and you're beyond. I don't know. Is he confusing him with the late great singer prince? <laughs> I mean, he looks into those eyes. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. his little uh, hat shawl thing. Prince. Is he following you or are you following the Saudi crown prince? Ooh, he's coming to L.A. So I think he's Ooh. following me. Yep, he's coming to L.A. What's he coming yep. to L.A. for? I mean, for you. Probably you know. tender, swiping right, okay. following wherever that leads him. Okay. You know, he's a kind of a little bit of a weirdo. I was reading up on him and it seems right that you would want to date him. He wouldn't let his mom see his dad while his dad was alive. He didn't. King oh. Salman. He didn't let his like mom he's all, see it go on. Yeah, yeah. No, I just think it's funny because he's all about women's rights, kind of. Mm-hmm. And then he wouldn't let his mom see his dad. No, like, for ever. years. Yeah. Like, let's be clarified. His mom must have seen his dad, like, at least once. Once, yeah. You know, well, that's whole, when he didn't have as much power. For the whole princey thing to happen. I mean, that's my understanding of, of, of how that works. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't got kids. The 50-year-old virgin. No, no yeah. I'm saying, I'm saying you've you got kids. I haven't got kids. I'm just making some broad assumptions about how it works. Okay, so... I thought that was weird. At what so, point... So I, I'm, I'll specifically explore this bit. At what, what point mm. during his childhood or early adolescence did he say to his mum, you're not allowed to see dad anymore? What do they call that when you have that love affair except normally goes the other way? The Oedipus complex. Oedipus, yeah. yeah. So it's the opposite of that. Kind it's of. It's a pussa ida. I don't know. Oh, but I know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know is the answer. I just read it in the news and thought it was bizarre. Why would the Saudi prince cut... I mean, because, like, short of, I don't know, we've already explored my ignorance of the Jewish community in North America. Let's just keep going then, yeah. So, but as I'm led to believe, short of going to Brooklyn, L.A. is like the mother load of your Jews in yeah. North America. It just seems, why would you, as a Saudi prince, would you be coming to L.A.? I mean, is there a particular reason? You don't know. That you? is a, you have no idea. N- I don't really know. No, I don't. I know he's going to meet with Kushner oh, okay. um, to talk about Arab-Israeli crap. Okay, peace okay. talks. Uh, he's meeting him in LA. I don't know where he's going to meet him. To be honest, I don't really like. I don't. You're know winging where... this now, aren't you? You're winging this. I'm, you... I'm sucking at this because I thought here was what I thought was interesting. Okay. He met with Trump, and he's yep. upset with Trump about Jerusalem. Yes. 
Now, let's talk about Jerusalem for a second. Why is he upset? Because obviously Trump in December made the announcement that the embassy will now be in Jerusalem. Yeah, we're all excited. Okay, and then we saw BB do his off-Broadway show at APAC announcing that they're Mm -hmm. definitely going to have the embassy come May. And now, just as a side note, it's fascinating, Alex. Truly fascinating how we get in our own fucking way. So it's not... (laughs) probably going to happen in May because instead of a red ribbon that BB will get to cut, there Mm. is red tape of bureaucracy. And basically, the bureaucrats have said to BB, I don't know what the hell you're thinking, but you want to build a wall for safety and a new road for this embassy. And there's just no time to do that to get all your paperwork in and get permits. So we don't care if you are the prime minister, you ain't getting your embassy. Oh, it's not happening? I didn't say that, but I, I'm telling you that even the Prime Minister of Israel cannot get through a bureaucratic line any better than I can as a new immigrant moron, okay? I did not so, know this. Yes, this is brand new news. And when I say we get in our own way, it's not the Palestinians stopping us. It's not a war. All it is is some douchebag bureaucrat behind the desk yes. saying... Yeah, I don't I don't think I can put a stamp on that. You know, I got to think about it. I got to see if there's a permit. We could get an engineer. You know, Passover's coming up, so yep. we're going to have to take a long vacation. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then, of course, I'll need a vacation from that vacation. Yes. Then we got Holocaust Day. Can't get up for that. That's, you know, depressing. I'll be in bed. I'll need to recover after that. Then it's going to be Independence Day. I'll need to celebrate. Yep, yep. Then I'll be tired from celebrating. I don't think it's going to happen. That's what he's going to say to the BB, the Prime Minister of Israel. Okay. Oh, dear. This is not going to go down well, is it? I don't think so. And I think it's just incredible, again, that it has nothing to do with the outside sources. Even Prince Momo over here, Prince Mohammed, saying he's upset about it, doesn't change the fact that the bureaucrat is the one with all the power. How does this happen? Can you imagine? Like, how do we go to war? There must be a bureaucrat sitting around going, uh, I don't know, December, Hanukkah, summer, too hot. Well, on the other hand, you thank God for bureaucracy because it stops us going to war with each other a lot of the time. I mean... Mm, That was the most Jewish thing you've ever said. uh, Yeah, but I'm just imagining. I mean, there's lots of reasons why putting the embassy, you know, moving the embassy into Jerusalem was going to cause a load of additional... uh, Hassle. hassle hassle yeah for no yeah. for no really massively good reason mm. and so if your bureaucracy gets in the way of that for a while mm. um is that a bad thing well i don't think it's for no good reason i mean it's a little bit awkward that jerusalem is the capital of israel yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's like bestie ally doesn't recognize that i yes. mean on my kids u.s passports that you know i get from obviously from the consulate and by the way i got got the passport just before we got here that was an awkward situation of almost not flying but it says born jerusalem with mm. no country no country and i think that doesn't say anything and yet speaks volumes That's a real problem. So I do think it's important. Do I think that Trump did it because it's an agenda and a move and he doesn't really care about us? And do I think BB also doesn't want the attention that he's a criminal and could go to jail so he's pushing the move? Absolutely. And we're all just little puppets at the end of the day at the arms of or at the hands of these politicians. Yes. 
I mean, side note again, and I just keep digressing, but <laughs> one leads to the, another. I don't know if you saw this, that in 2007, they were building a nuclear reactor in Syria and yes. it got bombed and it yes. disappeared from a map, literally disappeared. And everyone was like, oh, it was Israel, Israel, Israel. And Israel never said anything. And then this week we're like, hey, we did it. Like just out of nowhere. No reason. We just were like, yeah, that was us. We did it. Well, Again, why? Why, Alex? Why? Why? Well, I think that's, to be fair, is that's pretty more obvious. You're making a statement to Iran in a reasonably heavy-handed way of taking credit for something that everyone knew you took credit for and reminding the Iranians that the Israeli reach is quite long. That's so, what she said. That's what, yes, reach around. <laughs> Having a, you could reach around Iran. Israel reaches around Iran. There's a Oh, God. That's a porn I'm never going to see. Yeah. There's the title for the podcast this week. <laughs> but that makes sense. And of course, I recognise why having the embassy in Jerusalem makes a lot of sense for a lot of people. I mean, that's absolutely, you know, fine. I mean, Trump is a bit like a stopped clock. He can be right once or twice a, well, a day, but I don't think actually once or twice a day. He can be right every now and again. But also, he can do the right thing for the wrong reasons. Oh, that's true. No one really believes that Trump sat down and thought really carefully about why... Anything. About anything, but why it mattered to <laughs> to Israelis that uh, Jerusalem should be the capital. I mean, if you were to ask Trump, right. give me a history of the Middle East since, oh, yesterday. Last Tuesday, <laughs> Last yeah. Tuesday, he'd struggle to understand why things are the way they are. And to be fair, right. most people would struggle, but you would kind of hope that he has the opportunity to be briefed by some of the brightest people in the world that he might take some sort of interest in these things. Yeah, so, you know what he would say? He would say, the Middle East was the crown and now it's uh, beyond the crown <laughs> i don't know he would remind us all of some of the very good trump properties that are in you know oh definitely there's always this joke now because you know the jews wait for messiah yeah you don't believe that jesus was the guy right where you yep. have better hopes than a dirty hippie so when that happens if and when it happens to be fair we are supposed to build our third temple mm -hmm. two of them were destroyed according to jews palestinians don't whatever that's another side note okay fine so people say that he's gonna build the trump temple you know <laughs> and he's gonna have the mexicans build it probably so you can they're go gonna build the wall here and then they're gonna go to jerusalem and they're gonna build the temple there Hmm. Yeah, I've never stayed yeah. at a Trump property, so I don't know. Is there a Trump property in Israel? Is there one in Tel Aviv or a Trump? There used to be a Trump vodka, and it was all over Israel, and I don't know if Trump knew that. I think he so probably there was... did. I think he did. You think so? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he, I mean, he stuck his name on steak for a while, which I thought was mm. particularly strange. But anyway, we digress. We digress once again. Well, by the way... At the White House, and this will bring us back on topic when yep. he was sitting with your boyfriend, Prince mm -hmm. Mohammed. Can we take half so a step back here? Because I, I feel that particularly if people are stepping into this podcast, they might get and quite... And don't understand why I keep saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can't remember myself what I ever said or suggested, Molly, that the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia was my boy crush. So I think it was something I just decided. I don't yeah, think... Yeah, I, 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 don't... I don't think... Like, there are things that I admit to. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, very important in my life. I'm not sure that I ever admitted or claimed or spoke about a boy crush on the Crown Prince. I just thought if you would have a boy crush on anyone, it would be him. Because he's, like, right. really making well, massive steps with letting women watch really crappy soccer games. Uh, and letting see, them drive Uber. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. okay. I just so, wanted him for you. And I thought and that maybe it, uh, he could get right. gay marriage, you know, on the ballot over there. In right, Saudi Arabia. and that somehow I, a heterosexual Christian, well actually a heterosexual atheist, would be the ideal boy crush 
fourth husband launch party for the gay crusade in Saudi Arabia. I guess. You're putting a lot of labels. You know, I'm in LA right now. There's no labels anywhere. You can't... Love will always find a way. Right. You're right, and I shouldn't label it, and... The thing is, perhaps I, I, I protest too much. I think so. I was, yeah, I was yeah. thinking that. You were thinking that. Yeah, every, not, everyone I, was, yeah. Everyone was thinking that. <laughs> I've never met the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia. Not so yet. Perhaps, not yet. Perhaps I should hold off on decrying my potential love affair for the ages with him until we've actually had the chance to meet. Okay, so this is going to be tea. a fairy tale yeah. romance just in my mind. I think that... Of the things that are likely to happen in the (laughs) Middle East. Like, if you imagine that somewhere on one side of that is, like, an all-encompassing peace between Israel and its neighbours being at sort of one end of unlikelihood, right? Me and the prince Mm. openly carrying on a gay relationship which mm. opens up south. There's those labels again. Oh. Yeah, yeah. A relationship, a relationship for myself and the Crown Prince to express our love for each other and for me to become, and I don't even know what the monarchist term would be for the Crown Prince's fourth. Beyond lovers, what Trump would call you. Beyond I don't even lover. know how many wives he has at the moment. I'm not entirely up to speed with Well, he's in LA to get a few more is my guess. Okay, but I, I don't know what the terminology would be if I was to enter the royal sort of palace. I hesitate to use the word harem, but, you know, I don't know. Okay. And maybe someone listening to this does know there is actually a formal term for it. I, I don't know. All right, all right. I'm going to spare you. Just, just okay. relax. I take it all back-ish. Thank you. Ish. My point was, was that at the White House, they discussed the Iran nuclear deal because... Oh, good. They, they didn't discuss me and the Crown Prince. So that no. Didn't come I was okay, going right. to say something semi-intelligent, which was that Saudi Arabia, basically why they do like Trump is that they don't want Iran to get nuclear weapons. And they That's did, true. though, do a little bit of a threat saying, if they get them, we build them too, because we have to defend ourselves. Which obviously makes Israel crap its pants a little bit more, I think. The more nukes there are around us, and we don't have any, winky, winky. Winky, yes. It's all super interesting. We're going to end the podcast. I want to say that a lot of people, once they know that I live in Israel and I talk to strangers, because they're so friendly here, I'm telling you. They're so (laughs) friendly here. A lot of people keep asking me, what do they think of Trump in Israel? What do they think of him? And so, I mean, from my perspective and my friends, everyone thinks he is, just as everyone I think around the world thinks, he's sort of this moron on Twitter who, you know, puts his foot in his mouth constantly. Do they think he might be good for Israel? Yes. There are still people that believe he is good for Israel. Does Bibi still think that he's going to have a red ribbon cutting ceremony and has invited Trump to it? Yes, he has. Does Molly still hold on to Alex and a slight bromance now that Alex has denied any of that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, okay. But the podcast has to end sometime somewhere, so here it is. That's the <laughs> end of it. That's where we're going to hold on to. The next time we speak, I'm not going to be in L.A., so I may not be as, like, you know, non-label and laid back. I think I was really laid back in this episode. You're continuing your American tour, aren't you? I am. I'm going to be Chicagoing it. Chicago. Nice. And New nice. York. So I'm going to get a real feel for the country. I'm going to report back to you on what okay, people think about Alex and a bromance. No, what people think about Trump, Israel, Iran, Middle East, if they even know any of that, the truth be told. Does that sound good to you? It sounds, I cannot wait. I'm looking forward to Chicago next week. All right. So I want to thank 
As always, our producer editor, Scott Kahn, for putting up with all of us. And you can listen to all of our podcasts. You can download them. You can subscribe on iTunes, on SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us online, The Mideast Beast, Facebook, The Mideast Beast. Follow us on Twitter at Mideast Beasties. And that's going to wrap things up here. Thanks for uh, sticking it out with me. It's actually about to rain here in LA. So thanks, Alex, for your London your London do-over. What a it's way to It's my pleasure. End. This I'll has speak been to you next week. <laughs> this has been another episode of the Mid East Peace Podcast.